Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Lighthouse Coffee. Grand Lighthouse Coffee is the e-commerce business that sells certified organic fair trade coffee, either whole bean or grinded. Chemicals do not touch the beans, and the farmers who grow the green coffee are paid and treated fairly. Coffee beans are made to order so you will get freshly roasted beans no later than seven days after being roasted. Grand Lighthouse also provides memberships for families and businesses depending on how much coffee you purchase per month. For more information and updates, follow like them on Instagram, Facebook, at Grand Lighthouse Coffee or visit their website at GrandLighthouseCoffee.com and don't forget to use your promo code EastWest to get 10% off. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Grand Leyenda Tequila. This tequila knows there's no substitute for a great taste. This award-winning and organic tequila is handcrafted and comes in four different flavors. Gran Leyenda takes great pride introducing the world to organic tequilas that do not compromise quality. To learn more, visit GranLeyendaTequila.com. Gran Leyenda, the official tequila of the East-West Football Podcast. Must be 21 and older to enjoy. Please drink responsibly. This episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a daily fantasy sports app for player props. This is how it works. Each prop has a fantasy point total associated with the over-under based on its likelihood to occur. The more points a selection is worth, the riskier it is. Rack up the most points to win a share of the prize pool. Make sure you use promo code EASTWEST when you sign up and you'll receive an instant deposit match up to $50 on your first deposit of at least $20. Download Thrive Fantasy from the App Store, Google Play Store, or by visiting their website, thrivefantasy.com. Sign up and prop up today. Scouts overlied on heavily when evaluating talent. Teams should be drafting for the future and not just immediate needs. It all starts with the quarterback position. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast with Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley, and now here is your host, Fidel Barraza. Thank you for listening to the East-West Football Podcast. I am your host, Fidel Barraza. Alongside with me, like always, Jerry Martinez, Kendall Whitley. Happy Christmas Eve, fellas. How's everyone? Great, man. Merry Christmas to everybody. 
man, I hope everybody has a great have a great weekend, great Christmas. Um, open up, open a bunch of gifts, spend great time with family, and man, hey man, it is what week sixteen. And I mean, I can, I'm, I think I can snap my finger right now and go right back to week two. That's how quick that's how quick we came from it. But hey, it's a great time to be talking football, talking sport, all time, all kinds of sports going on. But yeah, you are, you already know it's back to business with us. And hey, man, it is with it. Let's get it. Yeah, uh, I mean, I kind of said it very well. Merry Christmas to everybody. You know, I hope you get to spend that time with your family. You know, and be able to give thanks. You know, with health and all that good stuff, and get ready, right? Get ready for your for yourselves. Twenty twenty one is going to be different. I feel it. It's brewing. I mean, 2020 was good to the East-West family, but it's going to be even better for the entire world that I know it. And, uh, man, like like Kendall also said, man, like, wow, we're already literally two weeks away from Black Black Monday, right, which is uh, the firing coach. The, the coaches mm-hmm. that get fired and the end of the season and to see who didn't make the playoffs. I mean, what a time to be alive. I'll tell you, I'll say that much right now. I mean, our last, our, our last podcast for 2020. <laughs> What that that's also true. Well, no, we, no, we got one next week. We got yeah, one yeah. next week. We'll, we'll sneak one in. We'll sneak yeah. one in. But you know, going back to it, like football never never ends. That's the one thing no. that I want everybody to know. Yeah, and then you know, Merry Christmas to everyone out there. Hopefully, you're able to spend time with your family, even if it's not in person, even if if it's via Zoom. So you know, from East West, Merry Christmas to everyone, and we hope everyone is staying safe. On today's show, we will give you our Week 16 picks in the NFL, and also YouTuber Broshma will join us. But first, let's talk about Week 15, fellas. What stood out to you the most in Week 15? Start with Jerry. Man, the Steelers are pretenders, man. <laughs> We're over here saying, dang, it's going to be the Steelers and the Chiefs. The Steelers are going to shut out the Chiefs in the, in the AFC Championship. No. What the heck? The Bengals came up and with, – with, a guy that was a, I don't know, a late round draft pick. He played one game, I think, or two games last year. Didn't look good at all. They was counted out. And he looked, and he was out there. I think somebody said, like, what the heck? They were, they were really setting the Lamar Jackson tape on, on the uh, Steelers, you know? So I was just like, dang, man, the Steelers just kind of let us down. Dolphins look like they're an ascending team for the future. And, uh, I mean, Man, the Dolphins. Uh, I know we're going to talk about that with Broshmo later on. Yes, I'm. Um, I'm going to stay in the AFC North division and the Cleveland Browns. I, I mean, I know it's probably a tough game to watch for a lot of people when you look at your schedule. You see Browns, Giants, but man, Baker Mayfield was sharp. I think he only had like eight incomplete passes that that game. He was hitting Donovan people. Donovan people Jones. He, I mean, he's a young good wide receiver for Mitchell. He's coming out. No, he's playing pretty good there without Odell Beckham. Um, he, um Baker and Jarvis, um, David and Joker. All everybody. It seemed like everybody was in sync. And I think the Browns, they look good. I know that I know it's against the Giants. I already know that, but it's still it's a pro it's an NFL team, pro team and Baker Mayfield, he looked really good. I mean, really good. Also, just real quick, wow, the Jets blew their future. <laughs> like they literally get they just handed the Jags like the prize possession, right? And that's Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you know, honestly, real quick, just to get before we get back on subject, I know it's a little bit detour. But if I'm the Colts and I lock it up, if everything's locked up by the end of the the, because they play the Colts uh, week 17, if I'm the Colts, if I'm the GM, if I'm Chris Ballard, I'm really having that conversation with the coach where like you know we don't have to play the starters, you know, mm. let's let's see what our backups have. You know, we're already locked up. We're already locked up the uh, the we're we're already in the dance, right? We're already in the playoffs. Yeah. 
I don't want to see Trevor Lawrence for the next 15, 10, 15 years in my division. Would you? Would anybody? Uh, no. I don't think anybody would. would You're right. I, I, mean, I would not want to see your Trevor Lawrence. Man. I would be, <laughs> I, for my I sake, would, I hope he stays out of the East. <laughs> I was, I was going to say, maybe Kendall does not, was, really doesn't want to see him, right, being a, Patri- yeah. be a Patriots uh, disciple. But, dang, when you look at it, I mean, shoot, this is where the team start playing chess. And just to, just to kind of give you guys a little brief, we have the – it's going to be the uh, Jets are playing the Browns, so it looks like the Jets are not going to win that one. And the Colts are playing the Steelers this week. So big, big game. game for the Colts. If the Colts win this one, they could just shut it down. Uh, the Jags are playing the Bears, and that's going to be a very sneaky game. I, I know we're going to talk about that later on. Yeah, and then also Tennessee and uh, Indianapolis are still fighting for the division. And Tennessee's got a huge game against the Green Bay Packers, and we'll get that, to that later on. But let's talk about the Rams a little bit. What a letdown. I mean, obviously, no one saw this coming. I mean, did you, Jerry Kendall, your thoughts on that game? I thought it was going to be a walk in the park for the freaking Rams. I mean, I'm, you look at the Rams, Sean McVay is the – literally, when you look at Sean McVay, he is the one coach who can make improvises. I mean, he can – I mean, on the – like, every week just change his game plan, making sure that his, his coaches, his team – uh, you know, the whole entire team understand the play call that he's going to call and they're able to execute for the Jets to have more fight, more everything in them and beat them. Man, I think we're wrong about the Rams as well. The Rams been a, a weird team this year. When I want to give heap a lot of praise and give them credit and say, yeah, this team you don't want to see in the playoffs, they let me down, you come out and you throw us, you, you give me a stinker and you lose to the Jets. Now, I know all teams are pro and everybody gets paid to play and win games, but the Jets, I mean, whew, I mean, Rams, I mean, how do you go back in there? I would love to be in a final wall in that locker room at, and just see that post-game talk from Sean McVay. I know he I know he lit a fire up under him. I mean, that was crazy. That game was ugly from the get-go. I, I actually watched I watched half of that game. It was ugly from the get-go. And Jared Goff, I mean, he's been a turnover machine as of late. I mean, he's been a turnover machine, but um, that, that, was just, that was shocking. I couldn't believe that one. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I wasn't even paying attention to the game just because, like, well, I mean, this game's probably going to be a blowout. But, I mean, obviously, that was not the case, and the Jets got the W. I'm telling you, Adam Gase, he knows he's gone, so he's probably happy. He's like, hey, these guys are not going to get, you know, the first overall pick. They're not going to draft Trevor Lawrence. That's my theory on the whole situation as well. Yeah, but I've never been a big fan of the tanking. Like, you know, especially when you're tanking and your head coach. Yeah, and you're tanking and your head coach, like, he know he ain't gonna be there next year, so why would he even want to take you? Ain't gonna be a part of that team next year anyway. So like, just go out there and do what you can do. Ain't like Gates is gonna be there next year. Sam Donald might not even be there. So I mean, when you when you want to be a part of that team, nobody wants zero and sixteen on their resume. Nobody Man, I, wants a resume. I saw that. Did you see those beans that were going around saying that it was the Rams who kind of gave Jack the Jags the nod, saying, "Oh yeah, we know what you did for us, Ramsey." So. We'll take the knee for you on this one, right? So to say. So <laughs> I just think it's funny how people will make make headlines the way it is. But yes, in the game of football, it's about winning games. It's about winning the championships. You know what I mean? But you got to understand when another team is playing chess and you're playing checkers, what are you gonna make? I mean, are you gonna are you gonna play chess? Or are you gonna play checkers? That's what I want to know. Yeah. The the other thing that stood out to me is that the last seeds in each conference they're not set yet. I mean, there's a lot of different things that could happen. We saw Chicago get a big win against Minnesota last weekend. And then over on the AFC things, uh, Baltimore's good. 
Baltimore Ravens have been playing really great football as of late, and I think they're going to make a strong push to make it in. The Chicago Bears are playing some. And Fidel, we talked about this, and during during our – um, Fidel pointed out he thinks Chicago's going to get up in there, but Chicago, the Chicago Bears are playing some great ball. Mitch Trubisky, he's not play, he's not um, being conservative. Trubisky, he's you know, he's actually throwing the ball down the field. The defense is playing good and in the AFC side. I've, I've been telling the guys for weeks. I've been telling everybody for weeks. If Baltimore gets in there, nobody wants to play them. You don't want you don't want to play Baltimore with cold weather and and, and all that in January because John Harbaugh and those guys they they know they got that pedigree. They know how to do it. And we see what they did. I know it was Jacksonville, but they they played some they played some good ball against Jacksonville. Lamar Jackson's been heating up the past couple of weeks, and I think if Baltimore gets in, if I'm not mistaken, if they was to get in right now, I think they would have to go to Buffalo. If I'm not mistaken, I'm not. I don't have it right in front of me. I think they would go to Buffalo or Pittsburgh, but I think Baltimore's going to get in there, man. And Baltimore, the, the Ravens are playing some good ball, man. Yeah, right now in the bubble, it's the Ravens and the Raiders in the AFC. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, Raiders are not going to make it in. They got like a one percent chance. It's not going to happen. It's crazy. Yeah. And oh, breaking news. Juju Smith Schuster will not be dancing in the middle of teams logos <laughs> after last Monday night's football game. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. We had that breaking news that was just scrolling down the screen. So I had to let you guys know. Yeah. <laughs> Juju's always been Juju. Yeah. And then also to the Falcons blowing another lead. Were they up 17 to zero on the Buccaneers? And the same, we it's funny because we all in the group chat on WhatsApp. A lot of people know, but um, and I told the guys when they went up seventeen, I said, "Don't fall for it." I said, "Don't fall for this team." Tampa, I mean, T- um, Tampa will come back. Atlanta can't finish. They cannot. They couldn't finish the place forget if they were eating it right. They just, they just they can't finish. They can't finish. And I, and I said, "Um, Atlanta would Atlanta would turn back into Atlanta, and Tampa would they would they they would finish this game out." And this what happened. I mean, I don't know how you let that happen, but. Oh, my God. it's the Falcons. <laughs> huh. Well, let me ask you guys this real quick. Who gets the last playoff seed in each conference, AFC and NFC? Man, um, I think pretty much in the AFC, it's locked up with who they have right now. Um, the one that, and the one that's really interesting in the NFC is the, the NFC because you have so many teams in the hunt, you have Washington football team, Rams, Buccaneers, Cardinals. Right now, that's what's projected right now. But on the bubble, you got the Bears, the Vikings, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles. So this is like interesting to say. I mean, when you start, when you stack it up, I mean, when you look at the teams, uh, I don't know. Washington's down. I think their quarterback. I, I don't know the exact. Uh, I haven't been able to go mm-hmm. back and verify, but. I mean, Dwayne Haskins got into some trouble uh, for off the field issues. Yep. Um, the Rams, damn, I don't think anybody's trust, trusting the Rams to pull away. But I would, I will still include the Rams, the Buccaneers. Um, that's another like tight. That's another team right there. It's kind of been kind of up and down. But I'll go ahead and count them in. Uh, the Cardinals, wow. Uh, right, like I mean, look at the NFC West. How deep is that division? Yeah, it's really deep. Then you got the Bears. <laughs> Vikings, Cowboys, and Giants, and Eagles. I mean, shoot. When you look at it, I would say the Eagles are going to surpass everybody and just claim the East. I think from the AFC, Baltimore gets that final gets the final spot. I think Miami's going to lose this week to to Las Vegas, or they don't lose this week. They lose to um to the um, the the Bills week seventeen. 
Baltimore has to play the Giants. I think they they steamroll the Giants, and then they got they got to go to Cincinnati. Bengals won't beat the Baltimore. I think Baltimore gets in there. I think for the NFC, it's going to stay the same. I think Arizona takes. I think Arizona takes the spot, the final spot. There's a lot of different things that can happen in both conferences. So let's just. I'll start with the fifth seed. The Cleveland Browns are at ten and four. Uh, Indianapolis Colts at six are ten and four as well. And the seventh and final seed in the AFC nine and five. The Miami Dolphins. On the bubble, Baltimore Ravens, 95. I think they're going to get in. I really do. Wow. That's crazy because they, they, they have been very inconsistent this last three mm-hmm. weeks, man. Yes, they have been. And let's look at the NFC side of things. This one's the crazier scenario. So the last couple of seeds, we got Tampa at six and nine and five. Arizona at eight and six on in the seventh seed. Chicago at seven and seven is the eighth seed. And Minnesota is right behind them at six and eight. I think Minnesota's done after that loss to Chicago last last week. I think the Bears are going to make it in. Let me ask y'all this: If Chicago gets in, do you think they can cause some problems, or do you think they're? I mean, nobody's going to fear them. Well, one done. Well, they they'll be one and done in my books. Well, let me just tell you who, who they would play if they were to make it in. If the if the seating stays the way it is, they would play the New Orleans Saints. I don't think they could which, match up. Which team do you think Chicago could give some problems to? This battle? Yes, I agree. I don't know. I, I, I even if they're playing playing Seattle, can the can the quarterback, even though Mitch Trubisky is, is able to run and put and, yeah. and 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 get the passes off, can he keep up with with uh, with dangerous Russell? Yeah. No, you're right. You're one hundred percent correct. I mean, that's the that's the enigma of the Chicago Bears is the quarterback play. It is, man. It's so frustrating because they're such a good team. Yeah. You don't want it to go to waste because of bad quarterback play. Yeah. I really hope in the offseason they address, you know, they address it. I mean, the thing is, is this is what I fear for the Chicago Bears. They do make it into the playoffs. That buys them another year with that with that coaching staff, with mm-hmm. that general manager. And what are they going to do? They're going to roll over freaking Mitchell Trubisky. And then, like, they're in this, in this whole world spin again. So I mean, when you're a Chicago Bears fan, what are you what are you saying? Like, I mean, it's hard, right? Like, you never want your team to lose, but yeah. I'm pretty sure they're in the same boat as a lot of teams that are kind of the same kind of, you know, frequency, so to say. You know, the Dallas Cowboys. You know, if they went out, dang, they might they might win the East. You know what I mean? So, yeah, for I mean, what, for what you don't even have Dak. Dak is Dak Prescott is going to be the one that can carry you into the playoffs. Can help you make that play that you need, you know. Give the ball to uh, Zeke to to close out the games and let the defense do the thing. But defense defense is not playing good for the Cowboys, you know. Vice versa. Going back to round circle, I I mean you're stuck. Yeah, you're a it, bad fan. You're a bad fan if you don't want your team to win, right? I mean, one could say yes, one could say no, right? I <laughs> mean, there's depending what you're thinking of it. I mean, I know fans love to see their teams win and not lose, but I know other fans that say, hey, man, we're not playing for anything. Might as well lose these games and play the young talent you have to evaluate things for next year. Coming up next, YouTuber Broshmill will join us. But first, a word from our sponsor. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lands of God Designs is a place to go. 
Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. Use the promo code EASTWEST to get 10% off your order. Now back to the show. Bro Schmo, welcome to the East West Football Podcast. Hey, Bro Schmo. So uh, if you can, tell our audience a little bit about yourself. Well, I am a content creator on YouTube. I'm Bro Schmo. I, uh, primarily, I address the NFL draft, NFL draft prospects, um, team, like team needs, just everything draft. That's kind of the kind of the main thing about my channel. And I'm typically trying to put out, you know, uh, uh, updated rankings, uh, mock drafts, stuff like that. Just, you know, keep people informed, give people some guys maybe to highlight that they're unaware of, you know, give people as much knowledge as they can go into the draft. It just makes it a much better experience, you know, going into that with, uh, knowing all that, you know, man. Yeah, it, it sure, it sure does. I think you upload what, at least three videos a week, right? At least three to four times a week. If I'm, uh, if I can, uh, if I could do it, I do it every day. <laughs> I'm sure during the off season I will. Cause I like to go through each, each NFL team and kind of do a breakdown of the off season free agency, then give them a mock draft and then give them a projected roster. I, I find that just really, really fun. So like during the off season, I get a lot more lively with my uploads. So. Yeah, we, we understand the feeling. Uh, but we do know that you are a Miami Dolphins fan. Is that correct? Yeah, I've been hurting for a long time. <laughs> so uh, I know Kendall will have something to say about that in just a short few, but you'll find out why in just a few. But uh, <laughs> so if you can, Broshmo, uh, let us know what do you think overall. I mean, up until now, I mean, you're looking at you're looking at the Miami Dolphins. They are currently in the playoffs, and you guys. Are you guys had the sixth pick in the NFL draft because of the Houston Texans? I mean, if you could just summarize it, what can you say about the Miami Dolphins in 2020? And I was thinking about how I can uh, make this into a statement. And I was like, you know what? If I could sum up this season, it'd be like, I knew we'd be competitive, but this competitive? <laughs> like, I didn't expect playoffs. I thought, you know, oh, we're going to definitely go at some teams, you know, might not win, win it, but. Hey, they'll like much like we did last season, you know, maybe scrape a few wins we shouldn't have, maybe six, seven win season. So I'm pleasantly surprised. And more so, it's because I'm in condition to failure as a Miami Dolphins fan. So it feels good. <laughs> hey, what's going on, bro? How you doing today? Much better than some people. <laughs> <laughs> well, me, I'm still getting over what happened just about three days ago, two or three days ago. Man, my Patriots traveled down to Miami, our house of horrors, and we struggled down there in the in the hot sun in Miami. But <laughs> I, I know for that. I mean, let's get to it. I'm gonna talk. I want to talk about the Miami Dolphins. What do you feel that the Dolphins need to take the next step next year? I mean, I don't. I don't want. It, it's hard for me to say next year. I mean, the next step for next year because we don't know how far you're gonna go this year. Y'all might get to the Super Bowl. I mean, who knows? I mean, just. But what do you think y'all need? Rather be offensive or decent? Like, how close are y'all to like to the Bills per se? Uh, specifically the Bills, I think we're a lot closer than people think. Um, I think. They need to add some playmakers surround Tua with uh, a little bit more talent because, I mean, uh, Preston Williams, Devontae uh, Parker, they're not exactly guys that can create with the ball in their hands. Um, same with the backfield. 
Uh, I wouldn't mind adding more protection. Uh, I mean, honestly, like going into the offseason, going into the free agency, the draft, I just want them to like bring in talent, especially the draft. Just draft the best player available. Doesn't regardless of position outside of quarterback, of course. But um, yeah, and I, I, I'm really loving the secondary, how that's coming. I think if we could add some pass rushers, maybe a little more co- like honestly, just bring in talent, like continue to do what they've been doing. I think this, de- especially defense, I think is a bit overachieving right now. Um, a big part of that's Brian Flores, amazing coach. So just continue what they started last season, last off season, just bring in talent. Are you surprised with how uh, Mike Mike Gesicki has impressed this year? I mean, he, he's had a pretty good year to tie in Mike Gesicki. I mean, what, what, what's your impression of him, how he's performed this year? I know he's hurt right now. He didn't play the last game, but he's really come on this year. He has. He has. He's been solid. Um, but, I mean, honestly, I think regardless of who's in uh, for the Dolphins, they typically they get production at their tight end. Um, they have the cat that was playing in the XFL just uh, – earlier this year right now playing at a tight end i think it's like Smythe. um mm-hmm. so i mean what because i mean they're gonna have to come up with like the decisions if they want to extend gasicki and oh i don't know if i'd be all in on that you know depending on what he's asking of course but yeah that's, that's very good there and another thing i want to ask you about um what, how, what, did you, what do you think about pairing Devontae Parker with Devontae Smith or maybe even Jamar Chase? Who would you rather have, Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase, to go along with what you got with Devontae Parker and Preston Reed? I like Jeremy Grant, too. Jakeem Grant. Oh, yeah, I like Grant, too. I think he's very very underrated. Like, he does a lot to stretch the field. He gets good separation. Like, you always got to kind of account for him when he's on the field. He's just that home run threat. But – uh I, I would per, me personally, I prefer if Jamar, if I had to pick between Chase and Smith, I know people love Smith. They love hey, let's reunite Tua. you know, it's going to be a Alabama party up in the Miami offense. But I think people, a lot of people forget about Jamar Chase's 2019. The dude mm-hmm. was phenomenal. It was very similar to what Smith's doing this year. The thing with Smith is there's a lot of concerns when it comes to he's 174. And some of the best things he's at getting that nice clean release. And uh, he's very physical at the catch point. And will that translate in the NFL at 174? See, Chase, he's good at both those things and he's doing it at 200 plus. Um, Chase does a lot. He, he was one of the best contested catch uh, targets in 2019. So I feel safer with chase but i could i see why people are kind of like drawn to Devonte smith the, i don't want to take anything away from what he's done this year it's been fabulous and i, I want to ask you two more questions as i was looking going doing my work on you earlier this morning i seen that you had the detroit speaking of Devonte smith you had a detroit the detroit lions taking Devonte smith and i was like hmm. i mean right there i think you had him at i think they're picking seven right now six or seven one of them right now the detroit yeah. lions I think at the time I had, I it, it was like the ninth or tenth pick. Yeah, yeah, because it was them, last week's. Yeah, you got them picking Devontae Smith. Why do you got him? Why you got him going? To, I think. Do you think? Do you not think Detroit has greater needs than a wide receiver at that time? Or, um, for me, like at that at that point, I have no idea what their defense is going to look like as <laughs> in terms of who their coach, who their GM is. Uh, it's pretty hard to like pick like someone to like that would fit what they're going for without knowing that. So I didn't feel comfortable with defense. I would have liked quarterback, but I think by that time it was maybe either, I think it was only Trask and Jones still on the board. 
which I mean, I mean, Jones and he, he's rising a lot. I mean, him and Trask, it's going to be kind of hard not to justify them as top 10 picks, top 15 picks uh, when draft comes around. Uh, but I mean, they have Kenny Galladay, they have uh, Danny Amadola, Marvin Jones, all free agents this year. So if they don't plan on playing or bringing none of them back, they need to address the receiving spot. I imagine they're going to bring Galladay back. The dude's just too good and ma- matching him up with that long field speed, just big vertical threat of, um, or big play vertical threat of Devonte Smith. It was just very appealing to me. And it should Damn. be because like Matthew Stafford, honestly, like when Galladay's in, like he takes a lot more shots downfield. Like his average depth of target is like way up. He becomes like a totally different quarterback. So I want like just trying to, if you're going to, you're probably going to stick with Stafford at least for the next year or two to be a bridge quarterback, then bring him some weapons that could stretch the field like that. And lastly, lastly, but not least, but you got my new England Patriots taking Jalen Waddle. I, hey, I've been clamoring for some weapons for the longest. We need some speed. <laughs> and I, I love, I, I was just, it's funny because I was watching Jalen Waddle today. He kind of reminds me a little bit of Victor Cruz's. He, he reminds me of Victor Cruz a little bit, how he's built a little bit, but he's a, little, he's a lot faster. It's more explosive than Victor Cruz. But I just like how he moves around. I love, I love Jalen Waddle. So, hey, if, if we pick him, yeah, I think you guys at 14 or 15 right now. Hey, I'll be hitting you up to contact because I, I appreciate that pick. Yeah, they need playmakers, man. Just like yeah. straight up, like uh, I mean, they could go quarterback, but I mean, honestly, like the the with free agency, you could get maybe a Philip Rivers, maybe a Dak Prescott. I'm tired of the veteran quarterback. Let's go out there and get a let's get a let's get a youngster and just start over with a youngster. Right? What you don't like Stidham? Stidham, <laughs> <laughs> but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> I appreciate, yeah. appreciate it, bro. bro. Uh, easy breeze, man. Take care. Rochefort, there's one thing that you got to know about Kendall. Kendall was trying to sell us on Jared Stidham at the beginning of the season, and we're like, no, Cam's going to play. I'm sorry. So I thought that was yeah. kind of cool. Uh, Patriot Global, the YouTube channel, he, at the beginning of the year, so hard trying to sell people on Stidham. And I remember during my pre-draft process, I was like, I don't even think this guy's a day three. Like he's barely a day three. I mean, he's got an, he's got an arm, but like, no, like I didn't really see the allure, but yeah, I, it all makes sense now. (laughs) (laughs) It truly does. Uh, But for those that don't know, and don't know, don't know my voice already. This is Jerry Brochmo (laughs) and I'm, and I'm, and I'm a Brochmo. So, uh, you know, I always uh, tune in. I love the content. You know, I think, I think that, I think that your content on YouTube is so unique. Like you said, I mean, how you're able to break down positions and whatnot, but let's, let's dive into that a little bit. So, you know, being a YouTube content creator, right. That, that it, 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 some people think they could just get on and just go and just, you know, have success, instant success. Right. But let's go, let's see, let's see what, what advice would have, would you give, the bro schmo at the beginning, right? To help him understand how being a YouTube creator is. Uh, definitely at the beginning, I, I think I kind of focused too much on quantity over quality. So I'd be like trying to pump out as much as I can um and not necessarily and like i was just like okay keep it about 10 minutes you know um because you know that's about the average retention for most 
most videos and that's kind of what YouTube suggests, but I've kind of found that like people, they really want to like more in depth stuff, you know? Um, and that's a lot of the stuff that's succeeding for me now, at least in terms of like my prospect rankings, or if we're just talking mock drafts and stuff, really going in, getting a deep dive, you know? Um, so I would definitely tell, Hey, really focus on, uh, like the quality you're putting out there. You know, you don't want to just be some doofus with a microphone being like, Oh, this guy's trash <laughs> and not like elaborate, not like give no context, give no evidence. I mean, yeah. my comment section is filled with that, you know? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy, right? Because I mean, you started this back in, you said 2019, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah. It was a nice, uh, gaming channel. <laughs> <laughs> but uh i mean there's so much to learn about that though i mean i think that the way the future is running i think that that's kind of like where it's at right youtube twitch and and uh of course you know some other social medias out there um so what is your goal for the game of football and yourself ultimately uh my goal oh man like for the channel, <laughs> like just the end goal for yourself and the game of football. Like what would, uh, what would you love? What, what would be a dream case scenario? Uh, for me, my dream scenario is like, okay, let's do, I, I want to be able to do this full time while being able to comfortably provide for my family. Cause I love doing this. I love providing and engaging in foot, good football discourse. Like that's literally the, I, I say it in every video. I, I, I'm always like, this is all about good discourse. Cause we all have good takes. We all have bad takes. We all have oh, yeah. different opinions, but at the end of the day, we're talking about something we love, you know? Oh, yeah. And that's what I love about it. Cause like, I learned a lot of new things just going through the comments, you know? And I mean, I'm sure likewise, I, I, I hope <laughs> maybe, yeah. maybe they get something from me, but um, like, that's probably just my end goal, just to provide a, a place, a community, that just loves to engage in that type of discourse because I, I, I love, that's what I love about football is definitely just the back and forth. Man. Well said, Rochebo. I, <laughs> I love that, man. I love that. I don't think that I've ever had a guest that, you know, that, that actually said that, you know, or had even mentioned that, but I think, I think, I think that that's very unique. And I think that I see, I foresee that happening because I'll tell you this. I mean, from 2019 to now you've had a, a great organic growth you know as far as subscribers to actually viewers because when you look at your when you look at that balance i mean your 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 subscribers are right there with your viewers like the numbers like almost right neck and neck which is insane because i've seen other channels out there and i mean no i don't want to talk bad about any channels but i'm just saying they have they'll have like a a big number right of like 50,000 followers but that view, I mean, their views don't, don't even get to, you know, they, they get to maybe 10% of that, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. It's just one of those things, like you said, it's, I'm learning more and more. Yes. The, the quality is better than the, 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 the quantity. Right. Uh, so just to kind of end it off, I believe on one of your most recent YouTubes, you said that Zach Wilson was quarterback to Please tell me, is that your conviction? You're sticking to it and you're not going to move from there. Uh, it's not my conviction. It's because okay. uh, <laughs> I, I still, I'm, I want to withhold, like for me, it's like you got Fields and Wilson. It's 2A and 2B just because like you see this whole season of college football, guys like Mac, Mac Jones, um, 
Kyle Trask, Zach Wilson, even um, Trevor Lawrence, to some extent, they've yeah. done nothing but help their draft stock. And Justin Fields hasn't done that. And I mean, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because like leading up into that Northwestern game, they've dealt with like, I think it was like two to three cancellations. This team's had no opportunity to get any momentum, yeah. any rhythm going offensively. And I mean, I think what hurt the most, because that Northwestern team, they're, they're a pretty scrappy defense, but to win the game, they had to take the ball out of his hands. Yeah. And it was like, that's a gut punch. So if he has a solid playoff game, he doesn't have to win against Clemson. Okay. But if he has a solid playoff, I'm comfortable with leaving fields and my current two with Zach Wilson literally right behind him, poking him on the shoulder. But I stinking love Zach Wilson. This guy, he has a he just has an NFL arm. He makes special throws. Um, right before actually the podcast in between, um, I was actually trying to watch some of the Central uh, Florida yeah, right now. and BYU oh. game. Yeah, dude, he made a beautiful touchdown throw. Like it was the tightest window. Like, oh, and I mean that's okay. That Central Florida defense. That ain't that. That's that's a tough secondary. It is like with Richie Grant. Like, Richie Grant. Yeah, yeah. Richie Grant's amazing. I love Richie Grant. Man, that guy's a ball hawk, man. I, well, oh my gosh. I'm just saying, like sideline to sideline. Like he kind of has that Earl Thomas sideline to sideline. He's got great, great movement skills, and like the thing is, he. Oh, not to get too much off topic, but okay, yeah, yeah. Richie yeah. Grant, man. Like the thing they did with him is uh, last year they put him in the slot and he had to learn to become a run defender. Okay. And he had a really bad go at that. You know, the year before they had him at deep safety and he was just a balling. this year. He's become a much better run defender. And this is a guy that's going to give you versatility. He could play the slot. He could play in the box. He could play deep safety. I'd rather him at deep safety because those yeah. movement skills are just freaky, but um, yeah, dude. Zach Wilson. <laughs> Zach Wilson. He's really good. He's really good. I, 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 I'm comfortable with him. I think maybe the biggest knock people would maybe have with the guy is what he's like six one two hundred. Yeah. But I mean, again, well, I, I think they have him listed at well, and you know how they always friendly, oh, generous. Yeah, generous. <laughs> I think they had him listed like six two and a half or something like that. But two oh three. Yeah, he would have to put on some weight and let's see those measurables. But yeah. Rushwell, thank you so much for, for your time with me. Um, hey, thank you for having me, man. So, Rushwell, uh, for our audience out there, where can they find you? You can find me on YouTube at Bro Schmo. Pretty easy. It's B-R-O-S-H-M-O. Um, I'm also – actually, you can find me on the uh, – if you uh, have the Flick app, the Flick Sports app, it's um, just basically Sports Discord. I'm on there at the never too early draft uh, group where it's just my community talking NFL draft, you know, that's your cup of tea. And uh, yeah, those are probably the two prominent places you could find me. Sounds good. Well, we thank you so much for your time. And until next time, thank you all. Coming up next, we will give you our week 16 picks in the NFL, but first, a word from our sponsor. Whether you're flexing your faith or customizing clothes, Lambs of God Designs is a place to go. Check out the latest merch at lambsofgod.faith. 
Use the promo code EASTWEST to get 10% off your order. Now, back to the show. Now it's time to give you our picks for Week 16 in the NFL. Starting off on Christmas Day, Minnesota and New Orleans. Going Saints in a revenge game from the divisional championship game, from the divisional round last year. I'm going Saints 28-17. Oh, man, the Saints didn't look too good last week, didn't they? When you were the Vikings, so... Ah, man, who do you trust more, Kirk Cousins or Drew Brees? Let me ask you guys that question right now. Well, that might be a trick question because last year it was actually the Kirk that got the W over Drew Brees. Drew Brees. That Saints lost two straight games. They're, they're going to come out. They're going to beat the brakes off the off the back. I think so as well. I, I, I like the Saints in this game. <laughs> I'm going to go with the safe pick to Saints. All right. Saturday football. Tampa Bay at Detroit. Now, Detroit's got a whole lot of different issues going on with COVID-19 with the coaches. So, um, Daryl Bevel's not going to be coaching on the sidelines that day. It's going to be one of the assistants. It's a big game, man. The Buccaneers need to win to get into the playoffs. So give the Buccaneers over the Lions. Yeah, I'm going Tampa big. I like Tampa as well. Miami at Las Vegas. Man, the Raiders are still in the hunt. Just keep that in mind, guys. One percent. Derek Carr is starting this week. Yes, it is. So I mean, right now, Derek, Car- Derek Carr's back. Uh, Derek Carr was a full participant in practice. Oh, I'm going with the Raiders. I mean, do I even have to ask myself if I'm going to pick? No. No, right? Las Vegas. I did. I did. Unfortunately, they're not. All right. San Francisco at Arizona. Oof. This is a tricky game, but I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with they're at Arizona, correct? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It's both of their homes right now. I'm going Arizona. I'm going to go Cardinals because it's a very important game for them to get into the playoffs, too. It is, and I think we might see a Josh Rosen sighting for the 49ers. That is insane, man. It is. Now, going back to the team that originally drafted you and then traded you, it'll be interesting Bro, to see, it, but I got the Cardinals. Wouldn't it be interesting if Rosen comes in and starts at some point during the game? And they win, and they knock the Cardinals out of the playoffs. That would be crazy, right? That would be crazy. It would. Uh, but I like the Cardinals. All right, Cleveland at the New York Jets. I'm going to go Browns. Give me the Browns also. Jets are coming off a big win last week against the St. Louis Rams. Give me the Browns. Denver at the LA Chargers. Chargers. <sighs> Charges. I will say this: Denver has been playing some 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 unique ball lately. That's that's a, a good way to a good word to put it. That's... Yeah, I like the Chargers. I like Chargers a lot actually in this game. That quarterback is just playing lights out he, right now. He's a real deal. Future rookie of the year. Atlanta at Kansas City. Kansas City. Mm, Kansas City Chiefs. 
Kansas City, but I think this game's going to be a lot closer than what people think. But give me the Chiefs. Man, the Falcons threw up a stinker last week. So it's, it's hard to trust the, the Falcons. Yeah, it is. Uh, but they're just one of those teams that I think just stick around sometimes till the end. When, you, leaves it. when you least expect the Falcons to pull out a win or, or play good or just something, they, that's when they daggone do it. Yeah. This, this game right here is big. Indianapolis at Pittsburgh. Man, Mike Thomas not losing three games in a row. I know they're coming off a short week with the loss of Cincinnati, but they're, they're not. I mean, they they, just, they don't lost three games, but they're not losing four games. I just I can't see it happen. I mean, yeah, man, y'all wake me up if it happens. It's, it's not happening. I'm going this this I call this right here is one of the teams I thought that could beat the Steelers when they were this year undefeated. I said this team or the Bills, but uh, the Steelers they're gonna be motivated. They're they're pissed off. They're mad as hell. You just lost to the Bengals. And I, I've never been a big believer in the coach. I do play with him on Madden, though. <laughs> but I'm going, with, I'm going with the Steelers, though. Why Why is this game a 12 o'clock game? That's what I want to know. I mean, this is a big game right here. This it is. is. A huge, it's a huge game. Uh, give me the Colts. And I think that the Colts are going to just they're make, they're gonna make Big Ben look even more lost than what he did last week's game. Yeah, interesting stat. Mike Tomlin, as a Pittsburgh Steelers head coach, has never lost four games in a row. But I think that's going to happen this week. Give me the Colts. Carolina at Washington. Oh, give me the Panthers, man. Right now, things are not looking too good. We don't know about the quarterback situation. I know you did say Alex Smith. Practice. He did practice today. Yep. <clears throat> but, man, unless Alex Smith is there, I don't know. <laughs> unless I know this this game's a, a toss-up for me, but go ahead and give me the Panthers in this one. Napoli Washington. Yeah, go ahead and give me the the Washington football team. They got, they still have a lot to play for. Uh, hopefully, Alex Smith uh, is able to play. But if they don't, if he's not able to go, they're going to be in some problems. All right, Chicago at Jacksonville. Yeah, give me give me Chicago. Chicago wants to get into the playoffs. I mean, that coaching staff is going to be playing lights out. So, yeah, Jacksonville. They're not going to blow this number one overall pick. They know what the prize is, right? Yeah. <laughs> in in the draft with Trevor Lawrence. Give me Chicago. I'm going I'm to go Chicago big. New York Giants at Baltimore. Man, this is a tough one because the Giants need to win this game. Because, I mean, the NFC East is – I mean, right now, even though the Washington football team is they, – they, they're in lead, they could lose They could lose it. So, it's just so easy for them just to kind of sneak in. I think Danny Dimes is playing too, right? Uh, I think he's questionable. I'm not too sure. But they do need him to play. Uh, give me the Ravens, man. Easier game, so. I'm going Baltimore. They're playing some great ball right now. Shout out to um, Des Bryant. Got his first touchdown last week. Shout out to Des Bryant and his team for sending me a hoodie for Christmas. But I'm going Baltimore big. Yeah, I like Baltimore too. I mean, they were just hot, and I think they're going to make it into the playoffs. Cincinnati at Houston. <laughs> yeah. About the Texas, man, I'm saying this. I don't want the Dolphins to be picking six, so I'm going to win. I'm going to beat I'm gonna beat the living lights out of them. Cincinnati. Out of the bang- you know, out of the Bengals. But I don't know. It looks like the Bengals want to play some football now. And uh, I think I think the Bengals are going to win this one. Wow. All right. It looks really good. It's just, it's, it's a little bit of, it, yeah
I think the Texans are gonna win, but this is a, this just just for a little bit on topic on topic, but just from the Dolphins perspective, imagine making it to the playoffs and then getting out of the playoffs and you got a you got a number six overall pick. I mean, after you made the playoffs. I mean, that's like you made the playoffs, potentially I'm not you're not going to Super Bowl this year, but just imagine making the playoffs. You can no matter what you do, you still got a number six overall pick. That's gonna be crazy. That's what they call eating your no having your cake and eating it too, right? <laughs> right. Dolphin, I mean, the future's quite flying. Yeah. Look, Ryan Finley or Deshaun Watson. I gotta go Deshaun Watson. Give me the Houston Texans. Yes, Los Angeles Rams at Seattle. This is a game game of the week, I think. Well, it's a, it's gonna be if, if the Rams if the Rams would have not had that. Fumble last week. I mean, I don't know what that was. Yeah, I don't know what that was, but if they didn't fumble last week, and I'm not saying literally, I'm just saying with the win. Yeah. Then I would convict, you know, with conviction say the Rams, but give me the Seahawks. I mean, Seahawks one has one of the best closers in the game, and I'm talking about Russell Wilson. Is that the game of the week? The national game of the week? The Rams Seahawks. Or- I, I think I think Troy Aikman and, and Joe Buck are calling this game, but I just think in general, for me, it's the the game of the week. I mean, if you're the if you're the Rams, I mean, what better way to come back out than to get the season sweep against the Seahawks? Because you already beat them a, a few weeks ago. Well, you beat them a couple months back. You beat them in um, at, at your house. Now you got to go to Seattle. So I mean, the way I don't know you can rebound from losing to a, a zero win team is sweeping for your, your division, your, one of your division winners or division runner-ups, a uh, no, top ten team in the league. I mean, just come back out and, and just get that get that season sweep against Seattle. I'm gonna go Rams. Yeah, I mean, I can't see a shopping bay team coming off a disappointing, very disappointing loss against the New York Jets coming out flat and losing uh, the week after. So give me the Los Angeles Rams. Philadelphia at Dallas. Wow. Give me the Dallas Cowboys. Oof. And the words of my buddy Skip Bayless, this time they got to go to Jerry's world. I'm going, oh my God. Oh, give me Philly. I like the Eagles as well. Uh, Jalen Hurts, he's been playing pretty good ball. So, yeah. Please, please. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> go, go, go. Next. Yeah, I'm going Eagles. All right. Well, you know what? I might take back what I said a couple of picks ago about the game of the week. I think this one actually might be the better game. Tennessee the at Ti- Green Bay. The Titans and Packers. And they're playing at Green Bay. So Green Bay. Cold. And it will be snowing. It's and it is Sunday night football. This Sunday night, it's a good game. I'm going Packers, man. I believe in Erod. Oh, I like the Titans, though. I like the Titans, though. Oh, oh man. Hey, I don't care if it's snowing, rain, or sunny. The Titans got a running game, and a running yes. game is travels. Hey, real quick, real quick, that Matt Lafleur said that he learned a lot from uh, Mike Rabel yeah. when he was with the Titans. Yes, yes, yes. A very interesting Sunday. I'm gonna go Green Bay only because. I trust Green Bay defense a little bit better than Tennessee defense. I mean, it's crazy that Mike Rabel's team doesn't have a, that good of a defense. It's crazy, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with the Packers in a close one. I think they're gonna they contain their him. Uh, I'm gonna go Tennessee Titans. I think the Green Bay Packers have the 22nd ranked run defense in the NFL, and I think Derrick Henry's gonna get over 150 yards rushing. Give the Titans. Like but we've seen you, you can flip a coin on this one. You could. We've seen when Green Bay lose, it's, it's they, they normally lose to physical teams that come in and punch them in the mouth. Look what um San Francisco did twice last year. Look what Tampa did earlier this year. Mm-hmm. Now Tennessee, they got a big time running game. When you can you get physical with Green Bay, punch them in the mouth, 
they kind of lay down a little bit now. So Tennessee's a team that can beat Greenville. I, I think the X factor in this game is going to be Ryan Tannehill making crucial passes at the end of the game. I just like I like Titans. And our Monday Night Football finale, Buffalo and the- at New England. Mm-hmm. Man, I've seen a, I, I, I've seen enough of this of the New England, of this Patriots team. Man, I'm gonna go. I'm about like how Jerry is with his Cowboys. Man, I, I've seen enough. I mean. I want them to beat Buffalo. I don't want Buffalo to sweep us, but I mean, but damn, man, man forget all that, man. Go ahead. I'm, I'm, I've seen enough. I can't take no more. I, I, I don't. I can't take. It. I'm going. I'm going Buffalo. Oh, oh, I think Buffalo gonna win twenty four to, to ten. I mean, that, that that team is pathetic right now, man. I'm going Buffalo. It's it's hard, right? I mean, right? I mean, I haven't heard anything about starting any star, uh, uh, what is it? I haven't Still. heard. No, I haven't heard anything about them. Like putting their starters to the bench or anything like that. Yeah, so Buffalo. It looks like Buffalo's like full gas, so give me Buffalo. I think this is going to be a statement game for the Buffalo Bills. Give me Buffalo, and I think Buffalo's going to win by yeah, a you lot. Finally got a page, you finally got a page on the road. You can, yeah. you can put the fork in. I mean, the fork's already in because they had to play off. But you can yeah. really send a statement. Now it's your time, Buffalo. This is our division. Your 20-year run is over with. Your two-decade yeah. two run is over with. This is our division. If Brady's not here no more, it's time. It's, it's a new beginning. It's a new era. And you can go ahead and put them away for, for good. Yeah, we saw last year that it was a close game when Buffalo went to New England. And I think Josh Rose or Josh Allen, I'm sorry, not Rosen, is going to have a big game on Monday Night Football. Even but keep an eye on this. Josh Allen, he, he struggles against the Patriots. He does. Even though this is a game at New England, I expect the Bills Mafia to be full in attendance and driving around that freaking stadium with the flags. Oh Just my god. And, and they might break some some tables. I mean who knows, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> These guys crazy. jump off of cars and just land on tables for no reason. But yeah, so, that uh, that's Bill Ma- that's the uh, Bill's Mafia. Bill's Mafia man. And that's gonna go ahead and wrap it up for this edition of the East West Football Podcast. For all your latest news and updates, make sure you go to eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast and also our new YouTube channel, eastwestfootballnetwork.com. Welcome to Ringside with Ray and Prince. My name is Ray Leonard Jr. Oh, that's his dad. No, that's just my dad. My name is Prince Daniels Jr. Daniels again with a big home. On this show, we come to humanize athletes, entertainers, business executives. We're going to see what makes them tick. Tuesdays, 10 a.m. Pacific time on Spotify, Apple, Amazon, and wherever you get your podcasts. We'll see you there. Peace and power. Electric acid. Today is working for me. Do you believe that for yourself? Hey, I'm Pastor Julie, and I want to empower you through encouragement, inviting you to my podcast, Big Truth Encouragement, where I unpack living a faith-filled life. I created my podcast for the ladies, but gentlemen, you'll gain something too. So I invite you to listen to Big Truth Encouragement on Electricast and any platform where you listen to your podcast. Electricast. Acid.